Let me ask you a few questions. Do you really hate confrontation? Do you find yourself replaying over and over again certain client scenarios in which you wish you'd had a better, more confident answer for your client? Or are you getting the same questions over and over again in your business with no really good way to answer them? Maybe you've made some changes in your business and are getting pushback from clients or employees and you just don't know how to respond. Well, the problem isn't you. You just simply need to rework your words. It's time to evaluate every word you're using with your clients and learn new ways of educating and communicating with them so that your clients understand what you do and why it means so much to them. I'm going to help you get up to speed on those exact strategies that I'm using right now in my portrait studio to identify, communicate with, and take exceptional care of my very best clients. And I put it all together for you in a free masterclass, Rework Your Words. Just go to dotherework.com forward slash masterclass. That's dotherework.com forward slash masterclass and register for my free masterclass, Rework Your Words, what to say so clients get what you do and why they need you. It's my behind the scenes secrets to the exact words you need to educate your clients in a way that's authentic and clear and concise and not manipulative or salesy. I'd love to see you there. That's dotherework.com forward slash masterclass. Let's do it. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Rework. Today's guest wears many hats. She's a portrait photographer, but she also runs teen empowerment workshops. She's run a kindness initiative in her area and become famous for that. And for many years, she saw these many hats as separate. And it's only recently that she's pulled all of these threads of her life, her personality, her passions together in a way that has made her heart, her soul, and her business incredibly happy. I can't wait for you to hear it. She's been in business for 25 years and she's more excited and more passionate than ever by weaving all of these threads of who she really is together. And I think you're going to find a lot of inspiration here. Let's do it. I'm excited to have a little ray of sunshine in the podcast studio today with Miss Debbie McFarlane is here. And hi, hi, Debbie. I <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I so appreciate it. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I love chatting with you. It's going to be awesome. So, 
tell our listeners who you are, where you are, what you're doing. Kind of give us a, a little Debbie McFarland bio. So I am in Georgia. I just moved from a town called Peachtree City, Georgia. So that just, if that just doesn't exemplify what Georgia is about. But we moved to the country about a year ago. I'm just about 10, 15 minutes away from where I had had my business all these years. I've been in business full-time as a photographer for, this is my 25th year. So it's kind of a big deal. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, and and you just made a big dream come true. My farm. Yes. Oh, yes. I have my studio on my grounds in a barn and I just have to walk about four feet to my studio, which is awesome. Yeah. So good. Amazing. Yes. But during these 25 years, I also raised six kids and now they're all gone. And um, I started a movement called Sparks of Kindness. And it's about changing the world with kindness and deliberate acts, not just random. And then also I do tween empowerment workshops. Well, for girls and for ladies. And we're about to open a flower farm this spring. So, uh, oh my gosh. So a little bit of everything, but they're all kind of tied together. So I'm excited, but. Yeah, my business has gone all over the place, I feel like, in the last 10 years or so with the way the industry has changed. You've been in the industry for a long time. So what have you seen? Like, what has that trajectory looked like for you? Well, of course, I was film. And for those of you that are listening, don't you know what film is? Look (laughs) that up, Google that. So, you know, first it was film. And then from day one, I always gave like very, very high-end customer service. I went and got certified before I ever actually took a client's session. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very important to me. We got certified through PPA. I mean, it's very important to me to feel qualified to charge. That was just kind of a a head trash thing I had going on. So I did that before I had any clients and I decided that I wanted to run a high-end business. So from day one, I provided, I had all the things. I had the candles and the nice music playing and I'd run out to their car and help them bring their stuff in. And then I would have the consultation and the in-person sales and the little snacks and the drinks and stuff and the little candy and the note in their box, you know, at pickup time. So all the little things that I thought I could do them. And then over the years, the industry changed and evolved from film to digital. And then it went to being saturated with everybody can do this. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it didn't take any certification. You could just hang up a sign that says I'm a photographer. And then all of a sudden there was a race with everybody competing for the lowest price. And I was still over here trying to sell my wall portraits. <laughs> and then about five or six years ago, after many, many clients telling me that everybody offers digital images and I could see that all the photographers were, I decided to add digital images to my price list probably five or six years ago. And then immediately I saw my averages plummet. Mm, so interesting. Um, yeah. So um, interesting and not a good way. <laughs> right. Not a good way. Yeah. And I felt stuck, like really stuck. Like, how am I going get to get out of this? Because I, I, I couldn't see a way out. That was just, I felt like that's how the whole industry had become. And in the meantime, I'm still providing this high-end customer service. Right. Because you can't go back can't on that. Not. That's not who you are. Yeah. So I was working harder and harder and harder, more hours, more hours to make what I used to make and wasn't even coming close. It was very discouraging, <laughs> needless yeah. to say. And, and more people were purchasing digital images than the wall portraits because they're like, well, I can just go print that on my own, they thought. Right. But even more discouraging than that was that I would run into a mom after a year or so, or they would come in for their second senior portrait or, or whatever. And they would tell me, and I'd ask, you know, well, what'd you do with the other images? And they'd say, well, I don't even know where that flash drive is. It's somewhere in a desk drawer or something like oh that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that broke my heart because the whole reason that I do this, that I do photography is to show people how like incredibly beautiful they are just the way they are kind of to, to accept themselves kind of and not compare themselves to others and not be yeah. crazy, crazy photoshopped and stuff like that. So that, that would break my heart. And I'd picture these senior girls who had got their hair and makeup done, or they went shopping for all these dresses and then their, their flash drive is missing somewhere, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what? But then the last draw was when I went to my friend's house and she had purchased digital images from me that I had taken of her gorgeous little four-year-old girl who was just so squishy and cute. Mm. And I walked into her house and saw a new canvas from across the room. And I, I didn't even recognize it. It was dark, blurry. And as I walked closer, I realized it was one that I had taken of her in the garden. And her face had like a greenish grayish undertone. Like when oh someone's like really sick, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like she was going through some treatment or something like that. Yeah. And I thought, well, what is this doing to this little girl's confidence? Like she's right. looking at this like, oh my gosh, is that what I look like? So yeah. yeah. So then I was in the point of just kind of like throwing in the towel. I, I couldn't figure out how to do this business in the direction that our industry had kind of gravitated towards. I knew it wasn't how I wanted to do things. It wasn't serving people in the way that I wanted to serve them. And I wasn't feeling proud of the work that I was producing, but the final product wasn't something I could stand by. I wasn't able to guarantee my work anymore. I had to take that off of all my literature. You know, I'm not able to give the lifetime guarantee anymore. And I just felt like empty and not fulfilled, not able to do this kind of thing anymore. And then I found you. (laughs) And that's where things kind of changed. Okay. Well, and I love that because you're such a great member of our community. And I, I appreciate that, but I did not realize that that was so transformative. I thought, you know, you were just, this is the first time hearing of this. So I love it. So tell me more. Yeah. So, you know, the funny thing is, is I thought that previously I had all the ingredients in the way that I had served my clients. And I had spent so much time over the years trying to come up with better ways to serve them and all these little things that I do. I mean, I'm sure I missed some things, but, but probably this was not. Like, well, probably I'm, not. I'm sure I did. But this was like a whole new level of customer service to me. I had always had the consultation where we talked about what colors they liked, what locations mm-hmm. they liked. And I showed them examples of all the different places we could go where we could go anywhere they wanted without any reference really to where it was going to hang in their house. I mean, we talked about sizing and, you know, the proportions of the face or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing, but not not in regards to the style of their home. So I have clients who tell me that they've had a wall portrait hanging above their fireplace, for example, for 20 years. And I hear it all the time. Sure. And that's a long, long time to have a piece of art above your fireplace. So when I started taking your classes and started serving it on a whole new level, it made me cringe because then I realized, what if all those people had a photo up there that was like, not the The right gray green child. Yeah. Well, no, no. Even prior to that, like the portraits that I printed, even Mm -hmm. like maybe it wasn't the right size for that area Mm. or the right colors for that room, or was it even the right style for their home? For Mm. example, if they had a formal home and I took their pictures and it just happened to be the picture they liked the best, you know, Mm -hmm. we would go, go in for the in-person sales and then they just pick the picture they liked the best and it hangs up on their wall. Well, what if they have a formal home and I took the pictures, you know, jeans barefoot in a field laughing or something, and it doesn't even like match the home or vice versa. You know, they have a casual home and here they are all dressed up where the colors are all off or whatever. So this just feels so complete now. I serve them from the actual beginning to the end in a whole new way. 
And it just makes so much more sense to me. I can either pop into their home for a home visit and see their colors, their styles, the actual space and shoot for that, Mm -hmm. shoot for the end in mind, or they can send me photos or they can even describe it better because now I have that in my mind, you know, the colors, the style. You're having the conversations. Right. Let me back you up for just one second, because I think just listening to your story, I'm just making notes as we're going. I don't think you're alone. I think this has happened to many photographers. And what I think you've done in coming through the rework and being in our community, I really think you've just come back to who you already were. Right. I think you've come home. Because you departed at some point from the core of what you really wanted to do. Because what do we always do? We look to the side and what is everybody Mm -hmm. else doing? And we compare. And then obviously clients will come in and say, well, what about this? And what about this? And we get scared. We think, oh my gosh, they're not going to come back unless I do this thing or whatever. And so it's easy to not stay the course. It's easy to just say, okay, well, then I've got to go down this rabbit hole. And then how do I get out once you've done that? And so those stories, that story of the last flash drive, the story of the gray green kid, the bad printing, to me, those aren't failures. Those are your stories about why you're not doing that. Right. You know, going forward. That's your ability to say, you know, I did do this. I did try that. And this is what happened. And then I realized that I can never do that again to my clients. Right. Right. You know, but then you took it to a whole new level to where the style of the home, that was just something I hadn't really considered prior to that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it takes an evolution. You know, when we when we learn something new, then we can incorporate it. If it speaks to us, that's great. So now as you're talking to your clients about this, what are the some of the things that you're saying to them and what how are they responding to this new service that you're this new way of serving clients? Well, I think it's something that they just hadn't they're just like dumbfounded because they just hadn't thought that that was even an option. They've never mm-hmm. heard of anything like that. They just had the picture taken, they got the pictures and then they tried to figure out what to do with it on their own. And I'm shocked at how many people don't even decorate. Like I've gone to these clients' homes now who just in my mind, like I can decorate. I have an art degree. And so I had this background and I and I just assume everybody else can do that. And then I go to their houses and it's like beige walls with nothing on the wall. And they're they're okay with that, you know? Yeah. So well, or they might not be okay with it, but they just don't know what okay. to do. They don't right. Know you know, do. how many right. times have you heard that? Like we've got a million walls and I just am afraid to put anything on the wall because I don't know what to do. I'm not good at that. Right. And for me to be there in person, they're like, well, gosh, do you think I should move myself here? And then put some kind of, and and they, they love that. They just like get so excited, you know, to have my opinion in their home. It's been a game changer for me. I I absolutely love that part of it. It just takes it to like a whole new level. It was like this light bulb moment for me in my business. I love that. Well, and you already had it. You already had the chops. You already had the art background. You knew how to photograph beautifully. You have the soul for it, the love of the people, the positivity. I mean, all the things that you actually can't train, you had in spades. But by quote unquote, the industry, right? Making a big change make, sometimes makes us feel like we have to do something different. And I think also economic times, there are different mm-hmm. things that will come along and make us doubt the way that we're doing it and make us scared. And then we make tragic decisions. Rash decisions, like I should have a sale. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. And it's easy to do something quick like that rather than to think, okay, how could I be really creative about this? And we are creative. So if we just take a minute and pause and think, you know, look at all the creative things that you've done. You've started this spark kindness. You're doing this tween empowerment. 
now you're going to start a flower farm. I mean, there's no lack of ideas over at the McFarland residence. <laughs> Lots right. of ideas. I just need more time, which was the other problem. I was working all the time. I didn't have time to do. I wanted to serve them in a, a deeper level. Okay. Talk more about that. Like how your business was before you made this change versus how it is now, as far as the time that you're spending and how satisfied you are with your career. Oh yeah. It's so exciting for me now. Um, for example, with these tweens, I'm doing now tween empowerment photo sessions. And I started that maybe two years ago. So what I do is I have the moms send out questionnaires. The, the kids have, don't have any idea that we're doing this. They just think we're doing a cool photo shoot. And in the meantime, mom sends out questionnaires to people that love them or admire them. Might be like a coach or a grandma or a neighbor or mm-hmm. a teacher or something like mm-hmm. that. And my questions are all geared towards the inner qualities that they admire of this tween. So in addition to showing them the beautiful images, how beautiful they are on the outside, I want to show them that what really matters is what's on the inside. And if you don't love yourself, it's not going to shine outward and show. So when they come in to see their slideshow during their view and order appointment, the kids don't have any idea that this is coming, but these words start popping up. And so they'll have these beautiful images. And then it'll be like, well, I remember one time in our classroom, she shared her cookies with the new student who was, you know, feeling lonely. And, you know, it's Mrs. So-and-so. And then the kids are like, how in the world do you know Mrs. So-and-so? How do you oh know my soccer coach? Gosh, how do you know my so local cool. teacher? You know? And their kids, I've seen them like, they just start crying. They're like laughing and crying at the same time. No. And their moms are like, are you crying? Why are you crying? I just didn't know people felt these things about me. Oh. And it gives me goosebumps thinking about it now. Um, I know I have goosebumps right now. So you're getting this information from the questionnaire from the mom, and then you're taking those quotes and putting them like on a slide and then putting them into their slideshow when they come to see their images? Yes. Okay. And then what most moms order is, based on me recommending it, (laughs) it's a a wall portrait where the girl feels really empowered, like her favorite picture for her room. And sometimes they'll they'll take out the mirror in the girl's bedrooms and just have this up on the wall. Um, (sighs) But then they'll do all their other favorites in an album. And I will include those quotes in the album so that when the girls are having a rough day, if somebody bullies them at school, or if they have those inner negative thoughts in their head that are, you know, replaying like we all do, they can just pull their album back out and read all the things that other people have said about them and see these beautiful images when they were beautiful and they did feel confident during that time. And it re- it helps them remember that time when we were together, when I was making them feel that way. That's but amazing. I could never have done that when I was working all the time. Okay. Yes, exactly. Because when you're retouching or editing until three in the morning and you're just running around being busy, then you don't have the time to devote that level of service because that does take... It's a lot more time consuming, right? But it has really, it's really like fueled my my passion for photography and the whole reason I started it. As well as like helping families like connect. You're not just like, I mean, I feel like so many families have been struggling since COVID. And Mm -hmm. um, during that time when they were at home, it was like, here's here's your tablet, here's your phone, whatever. And there's just been such a disconnect at home in their home life. And so if I can give them this time together to snuggle and love on each other and laugh and play like nobody plays anymore as a family without, you know, okay, everyone leaves. They all happen to leave their phone in the car or I tell them to, you know, and they just play. And then that's the same kind of thing. Like when mom has this picture on the wall, she remembers that time together that they had. Well, you're building in, I just can't even imagine the layers of value for that kid, for that family. You know, it's just every time they look at that, they're going to remember that 
feeling that they had that moment of seeing those slides come up, quotes that their teacher said, you know, or with the family, I always think they're going to remember the good time that they had and the feelings that they had about each other. I don't want them to remember what it took to get there because that's usually, you know, (laughs) the stress of that. That's the stress of that, but it's making the portrait session itself an experience worth remembering so that the image itself becomes so much more valuable. And then they want to come back. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. So with this tween thing that you're doing, are you seeing return? Like, are they bringing all their kids in? Like, how's that working? Well, a recent mom, for example, we did the, uh, let me think, she was the youngest of three. So uh, the girl that I did, and she felt kind of guilty because she hadn't done it for the other two. But, you know, each kid has its own its own things they they kind of go through. Like one kid, you know, he's been a fortune on because he's going to like the high-end soccer team or whatever. You yeah. Know? And then this particular Hashtag girl, life's not fair. Right, exactly. Yeah. And this yeah. particular girl had a little trouble, you know, adjusting to middle school. Mm. Anyway, we did the pictures. And the mom, which is this story was actually been very interesting because it, it changed her whole decorating style too. But she loved the way the pictures came out and and the way it made her daughter feel. And so she asked if we could do it for the other two kids, but they were a little older. And so I was like, well, we'll see how it goes. You know, so Mm -hmm. one was a boy, one was a little older girl. And of course, they all loved it, even the little guy. And um, we did some, you know, with his football and his baseball and stuff like that. But she ended up getting three, like 24 by 30s. This is the funny part, because she said, you know, the trend has been very neutral homes, like grays or tans. Yes. And um, all that linen look, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. And um, she said that her house, they were so sick of being in their house for the, you know, time that they were at home all together and everything was so blah, you know, everything was the same color. The walls were the color, the sofa and everything. And she said she loved this one image of her tween that was in front of this floral mural. And mm. it was like all these bright, 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 bright colors. And so she got a 24 by 30 of each of the kids I was able to go to her house and we found the spot. It was going to be on the stairway that you see when you come in the front door. And it would be like the first thing you see in the home. And she wanted to incorporate these big, bright, happy colors into her home. And I never would have thought to do this if I hadn't gone to her home. You know, so we got one of, and we had to go shoot the other two kids, not shoot the kids, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, the yes. other kids uh, with that, with those same colors mm-hmm. so that we could have all three of those in 24 by 30s when you walk in the front door. And That's then amazing. she's like, now I have to get like new throw pillows that have bright, happy colors. And yeah. so it just transformed the whole mood yeah. of the house, she said. Well, the thing that I think too, that I want to highlight for our listeners is that what you're doing is you aren't just taking pictures. You're not just documenting. You're not just making a portrait. You're doing something on five different levels. You're doing self-esteem. You're doing interior design. You're solving so many problems for that family and for those kids. Or you don't even have to call them problems. Like you're serving them in so many valuable ways just by being more creative and thinking differently about what it is that you do rather than I'm just photographer, just creating images. Right. Because as you know, some days we're a therapist. Some days we're an interior decorator. Mm -hmm. Most days we're all of, all of the above, but this gives it a way to be, like you said, you're not comparable to anybody else. There's, it's a concrete way for me to see. And I guess maybe it was my own mind that I couldn't see it. Yes. I couldn't see my own value as a photographer. But it's not value in me, it's value in the service that I provide. Yep. And I think that's the biggest thing I got from you is that it was my services are valuable now and forever. And it's not just the photo, it was the time leading up to the session. It was 
during our consultation, me popping into their house if I do, them coming in to see the slideshow and then seeing those pictures over and over and over. It's that value that keeps reliving. And it was something that I couldn't see in my own value maybe, but I could see in the service that I provide because it's not even comparable to the girl who shows up at the park and hands over the digital images. A hundred percent. And also what I think what is really core to what you do and how you operate, just knowing you the little that I do, is that the real value is that you are showing them their value. You're you're showing, and that's easy to have confidence. And even when you don't have that much confidence in yourself, you have the confidence and the beauty of a human being in the in the beauty of a young girl that shares her cookies with her, you know, a lonely friend. And I think about, there's a book, one of my favorite marketing books is called Difference by Bernadette Jiwa. And she talks in that book about how our clients don't really care about us. They don't really care about our brand or anything like that. They care about it's how they feel about themselves in the presence of our brand. So it's not just like, oh, Chanel makes me feel beautiful. It's like, no, no. Carrying a Chanel bag makes me feel like fill in the blank that I'm successful, that I have good taste. It's how I feel about myself in the presence of that brand. And so that mother, if I'm one of your clients, I feel like a good mother because I've brought this child who's struggling to you and she's had this amazing experience. And then I've brought my other kids and now I'm redecorating my house. And so in all of that started with your creativity and your idea and your expertise by thinking out of the box and arresting your race to the bottom by trying to do what everybody else was doing, which is what we all do it. We all do it. But you stopped yourself. Well, I think that was from you though, because I think you had somehow you got it through into my head where I've always struggled with finding a niche. Mm. I don't really have like one niche. But then somehow like you got through to me where I could just be me, authentically me and to be me louder Mm -hmm. and in my business where I always kind of kept it separate. I kept my sparks of kindness separate. And the thing is, I'm known for that in the area. Everybody knows me as the sparks of kindness one. It's been all across the world on the, I've been all over across the country on the news, you know, been interviewed and stuff like that. And so everybody knows me as the kindness lady, but I Mm -hmm. kept it separate. And then I did these empowerment workshops for ladies and like life stuff for ladies and for girls. And I kept that separate. But then just as of like a week ago, I developed a new website that kind of incorporated it all together. I've been wanting to do it for years and years and years, but I thought it was kind of weird and I couldn't figure out how to do it. But then it was like, no, my niche, this is my niche. This is who I am. And I just need to be authentically me and be me louder so that the people who are drawn to that will come and then who are different or have different needs or whatever, then they'll go to somebody else and that's okay. And the biggest thing that you taught me was like, not everybody needs this um, level of customer service either right now or in this situation. And if you do, I'm here. Yeah. And to be okay with that, that was huge to me. I love that. Well, I think it's a, a match made in heaven because it's you, you're great. And I truly believe, you know, I've talked to so many photographers and through the years and have so many friends in the industry and we can only be ourselves like everybody else has already taken that we can't be anybody else as much as we try you see that shiny thing and think, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And we all want to do it, right? We all want to try the new thing, but we really can only be ourselves. But usually, even when you're trying something new or see something that you like, there's usually always a thread in there that will pull all of that together. And so, you know, hearing you talk about the sparks of kindness and the 
even your flowers, this empowerment. There's a thread through all of that that is so you. But sometimes we can't see it. I think of my former mentor, I won't say old mentor, um, Carol Andrews said to me one time, you know, you can't see the label from inside the bottle. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you need somebody from the outside to say, don't you see this thread, like how this all works together? And then leaning into that and becoming more and more. And all the best ideas are weird. You know, that those are the best ideas. The ones that feel like, wait, that's really weird. If, it, if it's like, oh, that's a great idea. Usually somebody else has already thought of it or it's time has passed. But something right. that feels kind of weird and a little bit scary, that's usually always the best thing. So I love that. Be more you and louder. I think that is just... Or quieter. You know what I mean? Like maybe you're quiet. Right. You know, be more you, you know, but be more you and amplify that. I think that's such a right. And I don't know why I thought that for so long. I felt like nothing was working until finally I'm like tired of being every which way. You know, like everything's scattered. Yeah. And people knew me for these different things, but I'm like, okay, just bring it together and then this is me. And whether they want that service, you know, then or not. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it makes it so easy to talk about because you're convinced of it. It's core to who you are. You don't have to go read a book on sales to talk about it because it's pouring out of you. It's just easier. Yeah. It's just so easy. Yeah. And then it immediately will attract the people that want that and it will immediately repel those that don't. And the heart Which is good because I honestly don't yeah. want them either. <laughs> no, I know. But why? That, that's the hardest part. It's like, because everybody's like, well, but I don't want to repel anybody. I want everybody. But you can't photograph everybody. You're right. one person. Right. You know, even if you want had a the high maintenance people. people who are really, really vain. I, you know, like I, I took senior pictures of this girl recently who said she had one side of her face that was better than the other side which I've heard before, but this girl literally only wanted me to take one side of her face. So she turned her face the whole time. And as much as I tried to talk her into it, I was like, okay, that's like, she, she needed to go somewhere where they did like super high-end makeup and, you know, the glam look and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's just not who I attract normally. So. Yeah. That's interesting. But even knowing that, and so it's like to be more you, you need to kind of know you and excavate that a little bit. So mm-hmm. what what do you think it was? Like, what was the catalyst for you to kind of integrate all of those separate pieces? Like what was like, oh yeah, I do need to do that. Or like, you know, what what did that look like? Well, honestly, I, I looked at you have a niche and you're like, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm going to do. And if people want that, then they'll come to me. I'm not going to go to the mountains. I'm not going to go to the beach. I'm not going to, it's like, I'm going to be in my studio. And it's just like, I could see that boldness in you. And I was like, why can't I? I love that. Why because can't I do that? Why can't I, know, I just... But that, that just shows your positivity because what most... Well, not I won't say most, but what a lot of people will do when something is working for somebody else is they automatically think of all the reasons why it won't work for them. Like I could right. never do that because I don't... I live in an igloo in Alaska. I live, you know, whatever, like for whatever reason. So congratulations on asking that why not me I think that's well, amazing we'll see you know I just got the new website last week so I don't know if people will go to it and be like I can't well tell us what it world. is what's the website it's um cedar hill studios with an s cedar hill studios.com dot com yeah <laughs> I love it okay and is that your Instagram also actually my Instagram is the studio at cedar hill the studio at cedar hill okay I follow that so I get that okay well I could not appreciate you more. I think you've given us so much good to think about, so many good ideas. And mainly at the bottom of all of that is just to, you don't have to be vain to think you're great or to value yourself. You just have to be convinced that 
this is the way I want to do it. And this is the way you've seen the proof is in the pudding. The proof has been in the pudding for 25 years. You've seen how people look at their images and can love themselves better. And then you, you lost sight for a moment, a little bit, and then came back and embraced and brought all these disparate parts. You were trying to do... The thing that's interesting to me is you were trying to do this meaning part and this core of who you are in all these other areas and not bringing it into the photography. And, totally. And, totally. And, and, and until you brought it into the photography, the photography started to languish. Right. So once you brought your full self into it, wow, there's just no... Yeah, because I was looking at everybody else and what they were doing. Yes. Yeah. You can't... And be more you. Louder. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. Thank you so much, Debbie. I appreciate oh, your time today. Thanks for having me. And thanks for teaching me all of this. Oh, well, I don't know. I think you knew a lot of it. So I, <laughs> I, but I, I appreciate you so much. If you only knew, I really do. <laughs> if you're driving or on a treadmill while you're listening to this, don't forget at some point to stop and register for my free masterclass, Rework Your Words. It's at dotherework.com forward slash masterclass. You're going to want this information. Because in this brand new workshop, I'm going to walk you through the words you need to say to yourself that will convince you how much your talents and your service brings to your clients' lives, the words that will help you sell on value, not price, and the actual exact words that we use in our portrait studio every single day that will give you a clear way to talk about your work, that will educate your clients instead of just quote unquote selling them. Whether you love to sell or avoid it like the plague, Selling portraits is a unique skill set and one that can be learned and enjoyable. All you need to do is rework your words. Join me at dotherework.com forward slash masterclass to register for the free masterclass coming up. See you there. You can find more great resources from Allison at dotherework.com and on Instagram at do.the.rework.com.